hello and welcome to Out of Spite, the show where LGBTQ plus issues are anything but out of mind. Um, today we're going to be talking about the pressures to conform within the community. Um, yeah. So it's all... I, prom- I believe you cut out a little bit, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. my bad. Okay, my name is Rain. I'm- Am oh, I still no. cutting out? Am I still, no, it's okay. Am I still cutting out? You are. Yeah. It's, it's alright. We're, we're some people with bad internet connections and such. It's alright. Um, Your look. pronouns are he, him. That's, that's all. That's all that we make. <laughs> uh, I'm already talking, so I might as well introduce myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Luna. My pronouns are they, though. Um, hi, my name's Dan. My pronouns are he and they. Hello, my name is Jane, and my pronouns are she and her. Uh, and I'm Jade, she, her. That's it. All right. So, how do we how do we want to start this, guys? Y'all, how, how do we? It's a it's such a large topic. Um, I think there's so many different angles. What do you think? Well, so you know, I think personal. Uh, are they called? And antidotes? The, the, the cure to the, to the virus? <laughs> yes. Um, oh, man. You know I can't speak. <laughs> Trans people cured the coronavirus. Hey, good work, guys. Maybe they'll take it seriously now. Um, <laughs> anecdotes. Um, yeah. Yes. Who, wants, who wants to share first? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Go for it. All right. Thanks, thanks silent friends. Um, so... <laughs> Um, so I guess I'll, I'll try to explain what I, what we mean by pressures to conform while I'm talking, and we'll see how clear that is. So, um, I'm very much, um, the, the idea is, like, um, within the LGBTQ plus community, um, some other members who, who, um, may or may not be trans happen to have a very, um, there are a lot of people who, have, who seem to have an opinion that, like, there is a certain way, um, that, um, we should all act. So, um, as an example, um, I have uh, the first trans friend I made. Um, she was, uh, you know, a lot like me, same age, um, similar living situation uh, for the most part. Um, but um, we we had a bit of a like, a like a lot of clashing moments because I met her like early in my transition, as in before I really started. Um, and like, she gave me a lot of flack for like not having surgeries planned, not working on my voice, not like wanting to take her meds and that was really stressful i didn't like that <laughs> like i didn't need that how'd, mm-hmm. how'd it make you feel um like i wasn't good enough like it, it felt very much like like she was implying that i simply wasn't doing enough to like justify who i am as if i had to justify who i am um mm-hmm. so yeah that that kind of shaped a lot of my early experiences in transition um but you know that's fine not really. Yeah, it's not really <laughs> fine. It's not fine. That's, and that's not, okay that's to say fine. that it's not fine, though. Yeah, it's not yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, a couple of us had have, have had, like, similar experience. Any, any of us want to build off on that? Um, uh, I don't... Go ahead. I mean, I mean, anyway... Am I so... Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Ray. You're cutting out so hard. <laughs> Ryan, you want to leave and come back? Yeah. I believe in you. You got this. 
<laughs> no, don't mute yourself. Just hang up the call and come back. Uh, now you've all um, you've all been uh, aware that we're using Discord to make this work from that sound. Sorry, go on. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um. Uh, Dan, were you saying something? Yeah, sure. I, I was. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna jump in. Um, my experience isn't necessarily um the same as jade's i know that when i first found out um that i was trans i had a very helpful friend um he was very understanding um but at the same time it kind of i kind of, i don't know i felt forced to try and start to dress a different way when i came out and it was it was a weird it was a weird feeling. It was like, oh, okay, I guess I have to dress like this now, but I mean, I don't know, I don't know. It's it's very hard to explain and think back at that time. Cause I'm gonna be honest, I kind of like blocked out a lot of like these sort of feelings so that I didn't have to deal with them. Right. Yeah, so um I don't know. there's always been a pressure there to be a certain way. And not to mention, like, the whole, like, my family not being accepting of it or they're being, like, wishy-washy about it. It's, it's very hard. So even if I do want to, like, present a certain way, I can't for multiple different factors. And it kind of just messes with me. Yeah, I think... Uh... Uh, I don't know. I feel I feel like uh, not to put you on the spot here, but Jane, I feel like you have you have a lot of very good things to say about this topic. <laughs> yeah, who me? <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so well, I don't know. I feel like for me, when it came to like, um, like conforming myself, I feel like when I started transitioning, or like just I guess expressing myself. Um, I went to like hyper femininity aspects of it. And I kind of became like this, like I would wear the wigs, I would wear the dresses because that's what I was told was like a woman in a weird way, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I would have to, you know, like I monitored myself, I policed myself, you know, trying to make sure no one can like, I became so small and so little so that no one would, notice me and notice how loud and how gay I was or something like that. I just wanted to become this, you know, delicate flower. So I, I, I created like a, in a weird way, like subconsciously, I created a character of a caricature of what I felt people could deal with as, as me being me. And I went with that. And when I went with that, it just, you know, I was pleasing people, you know, I didn't have any type of gay friends. Like I had no gay friends. The only people I knew were straight people. Like I like straight dudes, straight girls, like, and I was just that like, that like exotic flower in the bunch. But it got so much where I lost kind of who I was and what I like and who I, and I like my personality myself because I started to warp so much of myself with this caricature I thought people would accept more and 
it just it, it got really bad. It got really bad to a point where I, I, I didn't know myself and I didn't understand. I didn't know who I was at the end of the day. And it and it stemmed off of like what I considered to be a woman, you know, and it was it was toxic to some extent. You know, it was very toxic. Not to say like I still don't carry some of that personality with me, like as you know, from what I experienced, but it just really taught me about like, you know, exhaling and like, and like not noting that, you know, you don't have to be so many different people for so many different people. You just got to be yourself for yourself. And like, whoever doesn't like you, doesn't like you. And I was, ha I was talking to Rain about this on the, the little live, sh live um, on Instagram. And I was just saying, like, you know, at this point, I'm like, girl, if you catch the tea, you catch the tea. Like, it's a cute ass <laughs> cup of tea. Like, it's real good. It tastes real good. It's raspberry, cherry. Like, it's all them good flavors. Like, I don't give a f no more. Like, I I used to, but when you you know when you just you know sit in the facts of your existence and not try to, because see, I was one of those trans women that like I saw I saw myself as a woman. Like, I didn't see myself as like a trans person. Like I saw myself as a woman. Like I was a woman. You couldn't tell me I was trans. I was a woman. Like right. I was a woman of trans experience. Like to me, that was how I see myself. And I was ready to get the sex change. I was ready to get my tits done, my face done. Like I was so ready for all of that stuff. But I realized how I wasn't, it wasn't, it wouldn't have worked because I was two different people. And like at the end of the day, you have to be yourself. You have to, you know, at the end of the day and all the makeup and all the costumes, you have to sit with yourself. And I don't know if I could have sat with myself at that time of my life, broken face, broken nose, broken body, silicone injections. Like, I don't know if I could have sat with myself like that. So right. that was my, I guess that's like my little antidote or whatever to, um, <laughs> None of us could pronounce this word. Right. <laughs> to okay, to conforming you. to like what cis norms are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I uh I feel like I feel like uh, I don't I hope this isn't wrong to say, but I feel like uh both you and Rain have had kind of similar experiences just like on opposite sides of the spectrum. Uh and I, I think Rain's back. Do you wanna give it another shot? And they're still coming out. Uh, no, maybe see, not. You were better that time. Oh, okay. Um, sorry, I'm like not in the best headspace. Uh, but um, that's okay. Uh, but yeah, I totally understand Jane and stuff. Like, it's basically like the same thing, but on different spectrum. Especially since we're both like black people and stuff like that. And like, even though like you know I'm super mixed and stuff like that, and we're both people of color, and there's people of color inside of this um chat right now and stuff like that but, but like i totally understand because when i first came out am i still cutting out oh, no you're fine um uh what you call it when i first came out and stuff like that i had the most toxic masculine sort of men mental space so, like i felt like i had to be i had to look a certain way or person or act a certain way my mannerisms had to change and stuff like that in order to just fit in because like now today i've grown to like you know just accept myself and accept like how i want to express myself versus like deleting like my whole sort of like persona and stuff like that which i did before i just like eliminated everything that was 
inherently feminine. I eliminated everything that was, you know, not true to myself. My creativity diminished. It also affected my mental health heavily um, because I felt like I wasn't being, tr- I couldn't be true to myself. But alongside, if I wasn't true to myself, I would be, I would, I would be perceived as someone else and stuff like that, you know? And mm-hmm. inherently, I would be perceived as a girl. And I didn't want anything that made me seem like that, especially to family members who right. didn't know of such that they just would think that I'm just a lesbian and stuff like that or a quote-unquote dyke. And which I did not want to be perceived as that. I wanted to be perceived as one of the guys, very masculine as possible, even to my classmates and stuff. Because, like, you know, at the end of the day, it shouldn't affect me because I'm not probably... Some people I might not see later on in the path and stuff, but it did affect me because... You know, social dysphoria is a thing. And mm-hmm. if people didn't perceive me the way that I wanted to be perceived, I would literally feel like garbage. Like, you know, my pronouns not being validated, people being like, well, you look like this, so it gives me the upper hand to call you this. It, it, even though I've learned now that that's not okay, but, you know, being in a vulnerable state of mind, I was a very, I was in a very, very vulnerable state of mind where, you know, you know, being as a, you know, freshly new trans baby as they like to speak as they like to say um, <laughs> and I was like you know 14 years old and stuff like that and I just felt like I had I needed to have the need and then and it was so toxic that I let others police how I was as well like other trans um you know masculine individuals police how I like you know present myself like some would be like you need to convince your mom to be on hormones and I you know and at the moment I can't um certain personal reasons and stuff like that uh, with family, but right. like you know, they would be like, "Oh, you need to convince your mom to get your own hormones. You need to do this. You need to do that. Um, why do you do this? No. Like, if your eyebrows yeah. aren't, if your why are your brows like that way? Because like you know, you look feminine and stuff like that. Like people would just like diminish like you know my identity and stuff because of a certain way I look. And even though I tried so so hard to pass or not get clocked or anything like that, it would still affect me and stuff. It would I would still get misgendered and stuff like that people would still police me i've even gotten people telling my own significant other that you're till this day but now it doesn't i don't care about it as much as i do as i used to anymore because like now i just realize like i need to be happy i need to be my truest self you know I'm, i can't i can't live off of like people's society norms and stuff like that i need to be my own self because my mental health is more important not anybody else's like i don't care if you I don't care if you care. I care about me. I don't care about you. If you care about me, then another, then thank you, I guess, because that's, that you're giving more attention to me, so I don't really care. But, like, you know, growing up in a sort of, like, household where, and, and this is a lot for a lot of, you know, POC households, m- mostly it's, like, the women, you know, take care of children, stuff like that, oh, yeah. housewife type of thing. Um, you know, but my family has a lot of strong women, but they're very you know feminine and stuff like that and then i even had a stage where it you know before even coming out and accepting my own self uh, i had a very very hard you're time you're breaking up again what no 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 it sounds no bad. oh <laughs> um i had a very very hard time accepting my own self um or accepting my own identity because you know growing up in a sort of like you know mostly a household or even like a, a area where there's inherently mostly straight people I didn't see a lot of, like, you know, LGBTQ, especially trans representation growing up. 
um, if anything, it was mostly ridiculed on TV, you know, made fun of, um, or if people, you know, if anything, it was mostly trans women I knew of and stuff, and they would still be ridiculed, be called, you know, certain very vulgar names and stuff. And I had a very bad connotation to that, where I even had this hyper feminine stage to like just suppress the fact of the fact that I'm trans. And then I also had a hyper masculine phase where it's just like I suppressed the fact of any sort of femininity and it was very 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 toxic um in order i just wanted to prove a point to people and i feel like in order to prove a point i would make myself better but honestly it didn't it didn't make a difference to be honest it didn't help anyone if anything it worsened myself until like later on i was able to like figure out how you know important i am not what other people think like i need to set myself first than others thinking like of anything of me because at the end of the day I'm still going to live my life you know so yeah mm-hmm. amen amen mm-hmm. yeah. um and uh are we uh Dan um Dan you stated a question inside the um you stated that there was a question oh yes there was but um Luna would you like to talk about your experience Luna? Oh, dear. Oh, well, um, <laughs> Technical. the question, the question, well, while we get all this figured out, the question was, um, uh, when did y'all realize y'all didn't have to conform? Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's hard. That's so. Oh, geez, what fucking question did I miss out on? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, gonna repeat it? Yeah, I'll repeat it. Um, so the question was, when did y'all realize y'all didn't have to conform? Ooh. Uh, do you want to go first? Oh, that's you so want to go, Luna? Feel free to go. Uh, you know what? Sure. I can. Can I? I feel like I can kind of weave that into my own anecdote somehow. Yeah, do it. Yeah. I, I'm just. Go I don't know. It. I'm just gonna make it work. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go. Um, I don't know. It's very hard. I kind of. Um, I kind of purposely wanted to to go. Uh, last because I feel like my my. My experiences are a little bit u- unique being non-binary. Um, it's uh, it's hard because um, I don't I don't personally have like a lot of stories of like individual encounters I've had with like people like like outwardly pressuring me, but I still because I like I didn't really like for a long time I didn't really like interact with a lot of people I was kind of isolated it wasn't fun time. Um, but I still, like, you know, being a person that exists in the world, you still see it and you still feel it. Um, especially, like, uh, in online communities, it's fucking rampant. (laughs) Um, it's, it's a little, it's a little different with being, uh, non-binary, because I feel like the the assumption can be, like, well, if you're non-binary, then you can just be whatever, you can just, Mm -hmm. you don't really have to conform to anything. But it's kind of... It kind of ends up being the opposite situation, yeah. Where, mm-hmm. um, because there is no specific standard, no specific box to be put in. Everyone, like nobody, like I feel like people don't really like that. People feel uncomfortable with they can't categorize you, so mm-hmm. they kind of make up this idea of what a non-binary person looks like in their brain, and they're like, okay, so I've decided this is what non-binary people are, and if you're not that that you're not a real non-binary person, you're faking it, you're totally just trying too hard, and all of that kind of bullshit. 
So, and it's and it's di- different things from different communities, right? So, like, I would say typically for more, like, like cis people, you get a lot of, like, oh, a non-binary person is perfectly androgynous. Which is, mm. like, what does that mean? What the fuck does right. that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's a kind of non, like, quantitative thing that you can't really, you can't, it's not something that can be perfectly achieved. Mm-hmm. Um... And it's a, it has a lot of baggage, like, things that are kind of more masculine or considered more androgynous. Like, why is that? And, you know, that, that's something that you could talk about for ages. But it basically kind of creates a very weird standard that's very hard to fit. And then on the other side of the coin, um, you get um, kind of, well, like, a lot of trans people who are like, well, if you're non-binary, you have to lean in a certain direction. So you have to either be transmasculine or transfeminine. And it's like, well, what if I am neither of those either? What if I'm not transmasculine? What if I'm not transfeminine? What if I'm not perfectly androgynous? What if I'm just me? Like, can right. I do that? What yeah. if I don't want to be categorized? Um, so, like, to kind of get closer to the question, I think... This is kind of crazy, but, like, I think for, like, a long time, I think up until, like, maybe a few minutes ago, <laughs> I feel like I've denied uh, the effects of pressures on myself because, um, I guess, like, I don't experience as much dysphoria as a lot of the people around me. Right. So I kind of think, oh, no, I'm fine. You know, I'm not affected. I'm totally cool with myself. But, like, I think harder about it. And it's like, if that were true... Why have I thrown out all of my skirts? Why did mm. I do that? You know? <laughs> like, why, like, why did I, like, why did I feel the need? You know? Like, mm-hmm, who yeah. am I trying to impress by that? I know I like skirts deep down. I love them. But I feel like I'm not performing well enough when I wear them. And, I, and everything I do wear, I have to justify it. Like, well, this is feminine, but it's, like, my version of femininity. Like, mm. I keep having to, like, create rules for myself to feel like, I'm just non-feminine enough to count, almost. And, um, honestly, I've been trying to convince myself to buy a skirt for the past week. <laughs> so no, I guess the answer I... to my question is, like, now. <laughs> I realize how, I'm trying to realize how to be myself currently. It's kind of, I don't feel like it's a thing that happens overnight. It's just a process. And it's mm-hmm. hard. And uh, even if you're not non-binary, I think a lot of y'all can, like, just relate to that process of trying to, like, reclaim yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally I get know. it. Definitely. I totally <laughs> get that. Because, yeah. like, literally, like, you know, the question is, like, when did you realize you didn't have to conform? I still struggle with having to conform, like, every mm-hmm. day, to be honest, because my, you know, dysphoria is heavy. Like, it's heavily very, like, it's mm. very, very, very strong and very bad. Mm. Um, so I have to basically, I understand completely, like, Luna, what you're saying, like, I have to convince myself sometimes, like, I realized that, like, a a while ago, a little while ago, that my expression, my art is my expression, you know what I mean? Like, I express Mm -hmm. myself, my makeup, my style, and stuff like that, that's just who I am, and I enjoy my style, I very much so enjoy alternative fashion, I love fashion, I love art, I love all of that and I love expressing it between myself so it's like I felt like if I wasn't I wasn't being true to my art I wasn't being true to myself um 
because like you know conforming and all that stuff as i said previously i stopped all of my artistry and stuff like that but then i realized like you know i why am i stopping my career and stuff like that just because of that so you know i realized that that's my artist that's myself so lately even 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 though like i've tried to convince myself like i'm okay i've con i'm done conforming and stuff like that i still have in the back of my head like if what if i don't look like this today i might get misgendered what if i yada yada like mm-hmm. i still i still have that struggle of conformity in the back of my head 24 7 no matter what i can't say that i haven't stopped trying to conform um i can say that i've lessened the fact to conform i've you know been able to be myself more you know and be comfortable with myself and who i am and you know how i was brought into this world and etc like i'm i've accepted that um i can say i, I accepted that more so than you know I've been able to conform, but how you said it, have you how you said it, and you stated like I have rules for myself, you know, like, you know, if I buy a freaking lipstick from Mac, it's not a, it's not a woman's product, it's a everyone's product. If right. I buy if I buy a skirt from freaking Hot Topic, it's not a it's not a girl's product, it's my product. Like it's mm-hmm. you know it's mine, it's what I make it to be, it's it's how I want to perceive it, and if you perceive it in your way or your fashion i don't care but if it makes me okay and comfortable and stuff like that and makes me inherently happy even like the littlest thing to like a freaking hello kitty charm and stuff like that like as i said before we were talking if your favorite e-boy could wear a hello kitty shirt <laughs> if your favorite e-boy could wear a hello kitty shirt damn well i can too so honestly <laughs> like you know it's just like you know i highly I, relate that's the vibe i'm trying to emulate anyway like, <laughs> so yeah it's like you know i you know i still struggle with it like i feel like most people in this here still struggle with it no matter what um because society is society sadly but you know learning how to progress and it's a whole thing about self-love as well you know learning to accept yourself and also like self-love later you know down the path and stuff like that and i feel like that's beautiful about what transfolk have is like later on you know as you continue your life or your transition or any t- sort of journey you're having you're able to maybe accept yourself and you know self-love and etc you know yeah 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 uh i i um not not to like create a whole new new topic i just want to say like bro i completely relate to using fashion as a method of expression like oh yeah me too like <laughs> i know you know that about me but i just like i don't know i've i've i feel like i'm using it as like a vehicle to kind of learn how to be myself more mm-hmm. uh and i'm doing my best to make sure it doesn't feel like a costume you know i don't want it to be a caricature i want it to be as me as physically possible no matter like how that makes people perceive me it makes me happy so i deserve to fucking have it you know right yeah right. definitely know. yeah at the end of the day what matters is your happiness it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks and it's unfortunate that like we do kind of have like these sort of thoughts like we kind of do think of like oh how is everybody perceiving me but at the end of the day, it's like something that we all have to learn. Like, hey, you know what? I think, like, it's us who matters. It's your like myself who matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do want to note that we have like one minute, so maybe it's time for the closeout. <laughs> oh. Hmm. That graceful ending, I see. I know what an amazing <laughs> ending. Yeah, I just don't want to open up a whole other topic, and then we're here for like another twenty minutes. <laughs> That's fair. Um. 
quickly ask if anyone else wants to answer that original question, and if not, we'll close out. Mm-hmm. So, anyone else? Any, what any was other the original words? question? Uh, the original question was, um, when did you realize you didn't have to conform? Um, I'd, I'd have to agree and say, like, within a recent time span. <laughs> I just have to agree with that, you know? Yeah. No, that's, that's completely right. fair. Okay. That works. All right. Well, close we're closing it out. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us in this stream, sort of podcast or anything. If you joined in, like, on the later end, you can find um, the recording of this on our YouTube channel, which is... Oh, golly. Uh, it's Queer TV <laughs> official. We don't have a nice fancy URL. Like, it's just some scrambled character. So instead of telling you to do that, just search Queer TV official or, or out of spite. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And you can tune in things. Wednesday for the next episode. Yes, yeah. still 2.30 Eastern at time. Eastern time yeah. on Wednesday. E East, yes. Eastern U.S. time, not Eastern, like, Australian time. That's very different. <laughs> yes. True. Yeah. Very true. But this has been Out of Spite um, here with uh, Jade, Rain, Luna, Dan, and Jane. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.